So in my adult Sunday school class, I read this passage, Romans chapter 8, verse 8. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Now, if you have been in any of my classes or any of my Bible studies or are part of my Ironman group, you know that I am not the type of teacher that lets a scripture like that just hang. Like, I'm going to make you think about that. And the way I choose to do that is by asking questions. And I don't ask the types of questions that is looking for a factual response. I ask the types of questions that gets that little hamster in your brain up on the wheel and gets spinning that thing. I want to make your brain turn. I want you to think. And it's funny, being a teacher, asking a question uh, that uh, gets people to think often gets blank stares uh, as those wheels start turning. And that's what happened on Sunday. I asked this question. Given the statement, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God, what is the obvious question that follows that statement? Now, asking a question that requires a question as an answer on Sunday morning, well, let's just say, maybe I'll give people the benefit of the doubt, maybe Maybe their hamsters were still asleep on Sunday morning. Uh, Maybe I think a lot of times people are just afraid to to give an answer because they think I'm looking for a specific answer and they uh, are afraid to give the wrong one. After all, I have often joked uh, about, uh, don't worry about the answer you give. Just tell me what you think and then I will tell you the right answer. Uh, I say that kind of jokingly. I just want you to think about it. Well, praise be to God, I did have one sister in my class, and she came up with this question. If those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God, how do we get out of the realm of the flesh? And that is the perfect question. That is it, isn't it? How do we get out of the realm of the flesh? Well, that is exactly what we're going to talk about on this episode of Iron Supplements, Brothers. I'm going to give you three steps, three simple things to do to get out of the realm of the flesh. But I can't just do that. First, I have to describe what it means to be in the realm of the flesh. So let's look at Romans. I think a lot of us really like this passage from Romans chapter 7 because we just relate so well to it. Where Paul says, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law. 
but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? So this passage perfectly captures what it means to be in the realm of the flesh. I mean, having the desire to do what is good, but finding yourself unable to do it. Uh, Not doing the good you want to do, but doing the evil you don't want to do. Yeah, that's what it means to be in the realm of the flesh. And maybe you can relate to that. For me, I certainly can. I'm in recovery for an addiction, a habitual sin, that has plagued me my whole life. And uh, I've even gone through recovery groups and still am in recovery for that. And uh, it was, it's been a struggle to overcome the, the sins and to actually get out of the realm of the flesh. And one of the things that I have noticed about recovery that is so frustrating is that so few people actually find victory. How discouraging is that? I began to wonder if maybe I was missing something, or maybe uh, there was something flawed in the recovery process uh, that kept more people from finding success. And so I poured over the steps. Again and again, I would look at them, and again and again, I would read the material, and again and again, I would, I would put more effort into it and try, and, and still, I failed. And still, I watched others fail. And I know that they were putting in the effort, and it's frustrating, and it's discouraging. So why is it that there just doesn't seem to be recovery. Why is it that so few few people actually find victory? And I think it's in this. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. And I think so much of the process for me of recovery has been trying to find recovery through the flesh or over the flesh. And those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. In other words, my efforts were always in what I did. My efforts were always in trying to be better, to do better. My efforts were always trying to be more self-disciplined. I would strive to uh, be more disciplined in carrying out the steps. And I was in the realm of the flesh. I was trying to overcome the flesh with flesh. And those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. So for me, I learned that there had to be a different way. And there's a hint as to what that way is in this passage. You see, Paul says, In my inner being, I delight in God's law. I recognized that I had to get out of the realm of the flesh. In order to please God, I have to get out of the realm of the flesh, and I can't do it through the flesh. I have to go through a different path. And so I recognized that my path out of the flesh was through 
the heart. It wasn't going to be through effort. It had to come from a different place. It had to be, it had to originate from the place I have the strongest connection with God. If I am going to get out of the realm of the flesh, the only other option I have is to get into the Spirit. The Spirit is the only way out of the flesh. The Spirit is our only access to God. And so I had to approach this from a different perspective. In other words, I had always gone from the outside in, trying to work uh, my, my body into doing the right things in order to have a deeper understanding of God so that I would be closer to God, so I understand Him more, and so I'd have a stronger relationship with Him. And this passage says that's exactly backwards. What we actually need to be doing is deciding in our heart to set God above all things, to have a delight in His law, to connect with God, to have His mind overtake our mind, to set our minds on what His heart desires, to set our minds on what the, the Spirit desires rather than what our flesh desires. And then, and only then, will my actions follow. And so, today I'm just going to give you three practical things that you're going to be able to do in a very short time. Three short steps in order to today get out of the realm of the flesh and into the Spirit of God. So here are three things that you can do to get out of the realm of the flesh, and it won't take long. Like, I want you to take just five minutes to get into the heart of God, to set your heart with the heart of God. In your inner being, delight in God. So we're going to take five minutes to disconnect from everything in this world. We're going to turn off all of our devices. We're going to get to a quiet place where no other distractions are around. No visual distractions. No other people to interrupt. A time where we can be alone with God to say, I rejoice in you. Rejoice in the Lord. To enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and enter his courts with praise. And just say, God, I desire connection with you. I desire to set your will above mine. I desire your life for mine. And Father, I give myself to you and I praise you for what you're going to do. So we're going to set our hearts on God. That's step one. Uh, step two is we're going to set our minds on God. Romans chapter 8 says, Those who are in the realm of the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires. Those who live in the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. And so we're going to set our mind on what the Spirit desires. And I love what Paul says in Romans chapter 4, starting in verse 8. He says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true... Whatever is noble, whatever is right, 
whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if there is anything excellent or praiseworthy, dwell on such things. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to find a statement that we can dwell on. For me today, I'm feeling life is kind of in turmoil. And so the statement that I am dwelling on is, I am with you to the ends of the earth. I am with you to the ends of the earth. That is what I'm dwelling on. One simple statement that I can just repeat over and over and over again. Dwelling on God. Dwelling on the things that are true. Dwelling on the things that are right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. Just pick one thing about God to dwell on. That's setting your mind and it will truly transform your mind. And then the third thing, we're going to move from the heart to the mind to the very next verse in uh, Philippians chapter 4, which says, Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice. And that is, we're going to move from the heart to the mind to the spirit or to our actions rather than doing it the opposite way. And so we're going to find, here's what I'd like for you to do. Step three, decide on one thing that you can do to be a blessing to somebody else and then do it. Just simply put it into practice. Just do it as Nike says. Decide on one thing that you can do to be a blessing and then do it. Now, if you are setting your heart on what God desires and you're setting your mind on what the Spirit desires, then the Spirit will probably place something on your heart and mind to do. The thing is, whatever that is that He places on your heart and mind to do, do it. And actually, as we do those things, Time and time again, these three simple acts, five minutes alone with God, said one statement that sets our mind on Him, that we just dwell on, and then whatever He places in our heart, we do. Whenever we do that, we see that our lives are totally transformed. And so that's how we get out of the realm of the flesh. Okay, so you have journeyed with me through this podcast from the beginning to the end. And so if you have come that far with me, I wonder if I might ask you to go one more step. And that is to do me a favor. You see, I desire in my heart to be a better communicator of God's Word. And so I am constantly looking for feedback. And so here's your opportunity If you think my podcasts suck, you can tell me. But don't just say your podcast sucks. Say, this is what about your podcast sucks. (laughs) And you really should try this. Or maybe you really like my podcast and there's some things that uh, you see that I do really well. Say, you need to do this more often. Or maybe you could just tell me today 
what statement it is that you are dwelling on. Or maybe you could just encourage me in some way by just letting me know that you're listening. Whatever it is, if you could, if you would do me a favor, just leave me one comment as a feedback. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Iron Supplements, brothers. Uh, For those of you who are in my Iron Men group, I will not be there on Monday the 18th. We will have a guest speaker, but I'm looking forward to joining you back on uh, the 25th as we wrap up this series on encountering the Spirit with a spiritual challenge. I'll see you then, brothers. Thank you. Thank you.